Being a new mom is hard. We get it. It's easy to feel alone, but we know that's never how God intended it. So we want to welcome you to The Motherhood. If you need professional parenting advice, clinically proven data, or study-based evidence, please let us know where to find it. Because here at The Motherhood, we focus on sharing experiences, offering encouragement and understanding, but most importantly, friendship. We're here to do motherhood together. Welcome back or to The Motherhood. I'm Bethany. And I'm Riley. And we are so glad that you're listening today. We just wrapped up our Relationship Changes series, so if you haven't had the chance to check that out, go check out those episodes. We've got four talking about our changes with our friends, with ourselves, with God, and with our spouses once kids come into the picture. Yep, and humbly... It's one of my favorites. Yes, yes. It was fun. Very humbly. It was super fun to record, super fun to just process through all of those things. Um, And today's episode might be a little bit of a quick one, Mm -hmm. but we have a little update on the status of Riley. And so today she is going to be sharing a little bit about her journey and her recent life decision. I'm going to make it sound so big That sounds so dramatic. It's not that big. I know, I know. It's not that Um, deep. But um, I can't even remember what episode it was. We were talking about Riley's decision to stay home for a year after she had Indy um, and how she really just kind of struggled with that decision and knowing what was the right choice. And so she's got a little update on that. And I will let her kind of take it away and lead the way. And I'll probably interject with some questions along the way. So way back in episode 16. Oh gosh. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. I didn't, I haven't realized how many episodes we have. It's literally like double our episodes now. That's insane. Anyways, um, we kind of talked about work and Mm, that's what it was. um, Thank you. Supporting moms in and out of work. And in the episode, I'm talking about how, like you just said, I decided to stay home with my daughter for her first year after she was born in January. I returned to work in May basically worked the month of May and then we were out for the summer so the following year I took off from teaching to be with her and in that episode if you want to hear all the details you know go back to the episode and listen but in the episode I talk a lot about like or I said to wrap it up I basically say a lot about how I feel called to both motherhood and teaching. Um, If there are any teacher listeners out there, you know that um, part-time teaching can be very hard to come by, nearly impossible. Mm -hmm. A lot of times those positions go to retired teachers who then go work in another county to kind of like not completely retire, but just work a little less and, Mm -hmm. you know, on their road to retirement. Um, And so it was something that this year around time allotments come out, I literally just like looked at the county website and I prayed and I was like, God, is this the one you have for me? Is this mine? Am I supposed to take this? This looks great. You know, all these things. And I never applied to any of them. And I overthought and I felt guilty for being a stay-at-home mom looking for work because, Mm. you know, I feel like a lot of women would kill to be in that spot. And here I was questioning if I wanted to stay in that spot. And then on top of that, what if I decide to go back to work and then hate it and regret it and miss a year of her life and just... I am dramatic, okay? (laughs) But um, all that to say, there was a really cool story, and I'll share that in a second, but long story short, I am going back to work. She going back to work, people. (laughs) Part-time. So God has provided an incredible opportunity. Um, 
basically when I was scouring the county website, mm-hmm. I finally got tired of overthinking and stressing about every position and whether I should apply for it or not. And so many great schools in the area had openings and I was like, oh, should I, is this my sign to go to a new school? Oh, mm-hmm. the school that I came from has an opening. Is it my sign to return quote unquote home? You know, mm-hmm. like, um, and I finally just said, God, I am so tired of overthinking everything. If you want me back in the classroom this year, I'm going to need you to do a couple things for me, please. (laughs) Here's my list. It was an impossible request, honestly. Mm -hmm. I was like, someone needs to reach out to me. It needs to be (laughs) part-time because I'm not interested in full-time yet. I don't think I'm quite ready for that. And it needs to be my dream position, which is math. Um, I taught reading before, and while I do enjoy teaching in general, I just feel like I have skills that better lend themselves to math and I feel like I'm wasting some of my best qualities if I'm in the wrong subject Mm -hmm. um anyways so um early May I've kind of given up on it at this point because in the school system a lot of the hiring is in the April early May window so I was like well the positions they knew were going to be open have been filled I'm staying home again and I had finally made myself content with that cue text message (laughs) um A friend of mine actually reached out and was like, hey, do you have any um, interest in a co-teaching job teaching math to sixth graders? And if you know me, you know that I have always said I will teach high school before I teach middle school. Um, It's (laughs) So God didn't fit all of the criteria. (laughs) Well, he did. I just didn't know it. So um, I... It's the attitude for me, you know, like I feel like sixth grade is like when you start your whole like self-discovery, who Mm -hmm. am I, where do I belong, all of that. And I was like, don't want to touch that with a 10 foot pole. You go find yourself, you know. Um, And so that just wasn't my cup of tea. But I feel like, and I know that this is not the case, but I feel like I wasn't making much of a difference in third grade. Mm -hmm. Hear me out. I know I was. My students, you know, you, you have them that like, my students love me. I love them. We had a great relationship. But, like, I feel like I didn't get to mentor, really, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so here I am saying I'll never go to middle school. And yet now I feel so called to be there because I feel like that's such a pivotal point in a yeah. child's life where I could be the ear they come invent to. I could be yeah. the person they come to when they need some validation or encouragement. Yeah. And, like... um, I think back to the teacher that I look up to, like, most was my second grade teacher. Mm-hmm. And, like, to think that a child could look at me the way that I look at her is, like, that would be so special. You know, yeah, like, yeah. she has inspired me in more ways than I think she even realizes. And I just feel like I could potentially have a big difference-making role here. Yeah. Um, further... I think after hearing some feedback from parents that I taught their students in third grade, um, they were talking about how middle school is a different world. Yeah. Like you go to middle school and it's like just a 180. Like there's so much responsibility and the content's just more dry. And I don't know if this particular situation, the teacher just maybe wasn't the best fit for the child. Or what I'm afraid of is that there's just this impossible jump that kids are asked to make. And so I kind of feel like... At this season, my calling is to bring a little elementary into Mm -hmm. middle and Mm -hmm. kind of bridge that gap a little more. Yeah. Because here's the thing. If I don't have fun teaching, they're not going to have fun learning. And one thing about me is I'm going to have fun. I don't want to, like, I mean, teaching is such a wonderful job because it can be what you make it, you know? Like, 
I can, if I put in time and energy into engaging lessons, like I'm going to love teaching it and they're going to love learning it. Yeah. And I just think the part-time is perfect. It's going to give me an opportunity to see Indy and be with her more than I would work in a full-time role. Mm -hmm. And I'm also going to get to have the identity outside of motherhood. I'm going to have a reason to wake up, put on makeup, get dressed in a cute outfit and go somewhere. Yeah. Um, I'm going to make a little money to support my retail therapy. And yeah, I just, I'm, I'm a little nervous because it is a part-time spot. And a lot of the ones in education are like half a day, five days a week. This one is two days on, three days off. Mm -hmm. And so the best part about this is another mom is co-teaching with me. So she gets to stay home with her daughter as well. So I'm very excited for both of us and that opportunity, but it's just going to take a lot of like communication and planning and like i think the first week is going to be so fun because the first week of school the second and third week are going to be like you know like what have i done figuring out how to pick up where the other left off and like working through some kinks but like i'm super excited for like week four on Mm -hmm. because i really think we're going to be in our groove and just honestly thriving and i'm so excited well, this is kind of fun because I feel like I kind of get to interview you. It's like oh, interview <laughs> style podcast. Look, I already did the interview. I got the yeah, job, okay? Yeah, yeah. But I get to interview you. So I think you probably answered a lot of the questions I had already. Oh, good. But I'm going to make you go into more detail on them. So first of all, super excited for you and love hearing that this almost like very rare, perfect position you found it. It's just a testimony to God, though. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. oh, anyway, sorry. Glory to him. Um, but I want to circle back. I want to start from the beginning again. Okay. So, again, you touched on this a little bit. But what, I mean, what made you start looking on the county website? Or, like, what was, what made you start thinking about a job again? Kind of what was that thought process there at the beginning of even wanting to think about going back to work? Yeah, I think that's a good question. I think um, that's a good question. I think for me, honestly, there's just passion in teaching. Yeah. Like, and I used to worry that it would look like my passion to teach is stronger than my passion to be a mother. Mm-hmm. But I truly believe they can coexist. Yeah. And I know that there are many people working who wish they could be a stay-at-home mom. And there are people who stay at home and then want to go back to work. And, like, there's just no right or wrong way to mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's just the thing, you know. It's not, it's not like I wasn't enjoying myself as a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. But part of me just missed that teaching. Thing. Yeah. And further, this is very vain, but I'm going to be very transparent. I want to make money. Yeah. I was contributing to the house in ways that weren't financial, but... I like to shop yeah, and I like to have my nails done. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And even though Connor has never made me feel like that money wasn't mine too or that Mm -hmm. I shouldn't put money into myself, I just felt guilty. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this way I can at least support myself in my mm-hmm. extra shopping Hobbies, no. yes. yeah. Oh, yeah, if you listen to our hobby episode you do know that i classify shopping <laughs> as my hobby you can't convince me otherwise so don't try but yeah really just that wanting to contribute and more than anything i just there's part of me that just wants to teach and yeah. that's what's hard is like you know this is another episode but like i would be very interested in the possibility of homeschooling 
because it would let me teach while also being a mom mm-hmm. and you know but again that's I digress yeah another yeah. episode for another day <laughs> so you so you didn't apply to any other positions before this part-time one correct, correct. Yeah. and this one was a special situation where the school had told my co-teacher like if you find the right fit we 1000% support this decision mm-hmm. but what you have to understand in co-teaching situations is the match has to be seamless because otherwise you are sacrificing the quality of education. Yeah. And so you don't want to do that. Obviously Mm -hmm. your students come first in an academic setting. So um, they had actually wanted to get the lady who my friend replaced. They were like, Hey, she left to be a stay at home mom. Let's see if she's interested in part time. They reached out to her thinking she was going to be the perfect match. And that would be the answer to all the problems. And, um, basically this lady was like I would love to but my daycare doesn't offer part-time so Mm -hmm. I can't yeah and honestly admin was like well it's not looking good and my friend was like God's got it I don't know why but I'm not worried about it Mm -hmm. and um when she told them about me and my interest in it they were like well have her send her resume have her you know send her contact information we'd love to interview her and see if it would be an okay match And it's funny because I'm not a confident person, Mm -hmm. but she and I both knew that this was such a God thing. Mm -hmm. It was mine. Yeah. This was my spot. We were doing the formalities now. And that sounds very conceited and I don't say things like that, but like I have never been confident like Mm -hmm. that because this was so God orchestrated that I just felt it was mine, you know? Yeah. I know this is going to work out. And then it did. And it was crazy because like there seemed to be no hesitation from anyone like we all seem down and it just seems like a great fit all yeah. around yeah let's start with this one so what is in terms of like now child care you're going back to work so what is that what does that look like for you were you worried about that thinking about going back to work another good question mm-hmm. <laughs> um so I am worried to put my daughter in daycare but let me explain <laughs> I think daycare can be great Mm-hmm. But we just recently moved to a new area, mm. and I'm not familiar with the daycares. Yeah. And that is why I was nervous, because if we stayed around here, I have so many friends who work at these places or send their kids to these places, mm-hmm. I can 100% trust their references. Yeah. But in this new area, I don't know, I don't even know names of daycares, how yeah. close they are, let alone anyone there who recommends them. So with me being completely uneducated on any of that in the area Mm -hmm. I'm not just gonna pick one and be like here go yeah you know um so I just didn't feel comfortable sending her to some place that I had no information on no recommendation Mm -hmm. for like all of that um but my mother-in-law has really 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 wanted to take some time off of work and get to watch Indy. Mm-hmm. She's never needed to because Indy's mom has always been off and able to watch her. <laughs> I mean, she'll give me some mental health days, yeah. but you know, yeah. like she's never had to provide constant childcare because I've been you off. Didn't really need it. <laughs> and my mom doesn't work, but I mean, for obvious reasons, she doesn't want to keep Indy five days a week. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't blame her. You've worked hard to get to that spot. You deserve to enjoy it, yeah. you know? Um, and the last thing I want is for keeping Indy to become a job for someone else. Yep. I want it to be fun and enjoyable. But with me going back two days, both my mother-in-law and my mom were like, I do part-time. Yeah. Go back part-time. That's yeah. fine. Like, you know, it'll be a great balance. Um, and with me working two days, they each get one day a week. Mm-hmm. And so 
I just know that not only is it going to be good for me mentally, Indy's going to get to spend one day with both of her grandmothers each yeah. week, and they're going to get so close, and it's just going to be such special one-on-one time that, like, another God thing that yeah. just seamlessly worked itself out. Yeah. And it's free childcare, so bonus. And there's that. We love it. I'm, again, so glad and so <laughs> excited. Um, okay, so what about, again, you've touched on it some, but what about, what are some of the concerns that you have, like, moving forward, if any at all? <laughs> Um, I guess the biggest, like, I've never, with the exception of, like, three weeks at the end of my former school year, I've never had to, like, be somewhere on time that early, like, (laughs) yeah, get the closest thing I've had is a doctor's appointment. Yeah. For Indy, of course. And so, like, I am very concerned with, like, learning my new morning routine. Mm -hmm. Um, Indy has very recently been sleeping in her crib through the night I think I've touched on that situation in a prior like the sleep episode maybe yeah um but we've got her sleeping better so like the steps are in place but I just I've never had to drop off a child and then be at work before so I'm a little bit nervous to see how that ends up looking um and I guess this is silly but like my biggest fear is just regret Mm -hmm. I'm afraid that I'm going to regret not getting to be with her all the time which is just two days and she's with her grandmothers I know Mm -hmm. it's fine but like I also worry that you know this is my biggest fear is like not being enough yeah and it's like that like am I going to be enough for my students Mm -hmm. am I going to be enough for Indy Mm -hmm. am I going to be able to work like a finely oiled machine like and it's all just things that are honestly kind of silly to worry about because everything's going to work out and yeah like I said, I, I believe that God wouldn't have opened this door if I wasn't meant to walk through it. Yeah. So Silly but not silly. And all that to say that it's not going to be just because God opens a door doesn't mean it's going to be smooth sailing. You know, right. like there might very well still be big, big challenges, but that doesn't mean that you're not supposed to be there and not supposed to walk through those with God. You so know? good. So right. Um, okay. I think I have two more questions. Okay. Um, this is kind of like a... I don't even know if you could answer this and not that you need to answer it, but what about, how do you feel now about like future, future? So I know that this is going to be your first experience, first time trying co-teaching. You have probably an inkling of what to expect, but what, what do you think about maybe even like next year or like what, maybe even what would be your hopes possibly for the future? So it's very scary because right now is the scaredest, is scaredest a word? Mm -hmm. Most scared I've ever been. Because at this point, I'm locked in. I've signed my contract. <laughs> and it's just like, holy cow, yeah. school is starting this week. Yep. And we're going to sink or we're going to swim, yep. you know? Yep. Um, I think, ideally, this will go wonderfully. Mm-hmm. The dream situation is that we do this for a couple years until our girls are a little bit bigger. At which point, I will either go full-time mm-hmm. or um, if there's another white baby, who knows, we might end up taking another year some more time in between that season but um I think for me and my co-teacher I think our goal right now is to just see how year one goes and ideally like I said do this in their younger years and then I know she's eventually going to want to go back Mm full-time and when she's ready for that hopefully I'm ready to decide to go back full-time or to step away again we'll see yeah um I know this is like this is like dream level here and it's going to take a lot of confidence for me as a person to make this happen but I would love to open up, like, a TPT store, which is, like, Etsy for teachers, essentially. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, 
I would love to, this is like really crazy. I, I low key really like public speaking. Yeah. Like, I don't know why people are scared of it because I dig it, but I dig it. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I mean, I guess I don't know if it has to do. So you're saying that you want to become a public speaker? Well, not like. Run for president? Yeah, that's long-term goal. No, (laughs) you could not pay me enough to be the president. Um, I do think a crazy dream would be like teachers pay teachers and then presenting at educational conferences. I think that would combine my passion to teach, but but I'd be teaching other educators, not students. Yeah. Um, And then it would also, I think, give me some more flexibility in my schedule to where I get to work without necessarily having a be here at 7 30 and leave at whenever you know like um but yeah I think so you still kind of dream of that flexibility and stuff too you know I do and that's the funny thing there's so much pressure to have it all figured out by the time you're like 30 and no offense because you're 30 so like (laughs) you should have it figured out don't have it figured out but like okay my dad for example like he has worked like literally most of his life um since he was like 15 I think and it wasn't until he was in his 40s that he started his own company and really took off. So yeah. it's like, I don't know what it is about this generation where we think we have to have it figured out by the time we're 30, because yeah. we don't. Um, so I'm just, I'm very, those are my passions. Teaching, motherhood, um, I love creating things, mm-hmm. and speaking. So yeah. I feel like with those passions, there are so many avenues and opportunities, and Right now, I'm going to go where I'm called, and we'll see where God takes it from there. Yeah. Amen. (laughs) Um, Okay. I think my last question for you is, um, so what would you maybe say or encourage somebody with who might be either walking through a similar season in terms of like, do I go back to work? Don't I go back to work? Or maybe it's not even work. It's just like, you know, or, you know do I become a stay-at-home mom? Or even if they're just in a season of wondering what God wants them to do or what God has next for them, what would maybe be some things you would encourage them with? Love ending on this note. Um, First, I would say pray, pray, pray. Because the other day, I took a moment and just really stepped back and thought like, I saw a post that Mm -hmm. was like, when you take a step back and think about it, you're living in something you prayed for. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is that the truth? And so yeah. I stepped back. <laughs> You're like, what, what have I prayed for recently? But for real. Yeah. And um, it's just, it's crazy because before we had Indy, I, I literally told my mom, I was like, I have a family of women who have stayed home with their children. Mm. And I feel like I'm going to be the first mom who doesn't get that opportunity because Connor just has always seemed down for two incomes. He's very um, financial like he's a very money-minded person mm-hmm. not like in a vain way yeah, but like yeah. he's very he's real when it yeah. comes to finances yeah. and what we need and the life we want to live and how to get it and all this stuff um so I was like my fear is that I won't even have the opportunity because he feels so strongly about this mm-hmm. situation um fast forward to Indy he is the one who encouraged me to stay home with her. Yeah. And God opened the doors for me to um with my dad buying the land we got to live in this apartment and the build of our house has taken very long, longer Mm -hmm. than we imagined. Um, and I can sometimes get down on that. But the funny thing is, is it's that build taking so long that has made us financially okay right now. Yeah. yeah. And, um, given us the opportunity for me to stay home next year, had I decided to do that. Yeah. 
And so it's just crazy because sometimes I can dwell in like, oh, my house isn't ready. This is too small. But it's like, Riley, this is what's giving you the financial freedom to stay home yeah. with her, you yeah. know? Um, so number one, I would just take a step back and see everything he has provided because not only did Connor um, offer to let me stay home that year, he did it again this year. Yeah. And if it wasn't for me wanting to go back and me finding this part-time spot, then I would have stayed home again. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Basically, I prayed to stay home. I got to stay home. I prayed for the ideal spot to come open. It came open. Like, in so many areas of my life, he has granted exactly what I prayed for. Not yeah. always in the way I thought it would happen, but it's happened, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's kind of the thing. His plan isn't ours, but his is always yeah. best, and it's and awesome. And I'll, I'll kind of take your role on here and play a little bit of devil's advocate. Okay. All that to say, well, I think you, you mentioned it. He didn't always answer their prayers in the way that you expected. Sometimes so, the answer's a flat out no. Yeah, I was going to say. So it's not to say like you pray and God will answer and everything grand, you yeah. want. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but I think it's stealing a little bit of your thunder. But I think it's like important to pray bold prayers and to ask God for things that you actually want. Yep. You know, and and even I don't want to say challenge him, but the way I was like, listen, I need these three things to happen because I am the queen of. God, do you want me to do this? And then he opens yeah, a spot. Yeah. God, are you sure? But is this really if you? If this is yeah. mine, can you do this? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. and it's like, I make it harder than it has to be, honestly. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, all that to say, I love the idea of, like, stepping back and just looking at, like, not even just looking at your immediate circumstances, but looking at the bigger picture. Like mm-hmm. you said, you could very well sit there in your little train car of a house and be like, Life is so hard. This is the worst. This sucks. But if you look at the bigger picture, like you just said, it's that train car that allowed you to stay home. Like, again, God might have answered a prayer in a way you weren't expecting, but he did. He did answer that prayer. And a friend of mine told me, and this has stuck with me for like ever since, you can be blessed and stressed at the same time. Mm -hmm. So that little train car can stress me out, but I can also acknowledge the huge blessing that it is and the good that it's given us as well or just because you're stressed don't mean you ain't blessed amen the last thing i'll say though Mm -hmm. is um aside from prayer like and this is something that's still kind of hypocritical because i still struggle with it literally daily but like you've got to do you Mm -hmm. like i feel like i go back to that work episode where um a listener shared with us her experience and she was talking about how like you know, she doesn't feel super supported as a working mom who wants to work. Like, yeah. she was like, I'm passionate about what I do and I want to work. But, like, society makes it sound like where if you're not a stay-at-home mom, you ought to want to be and doing everything you can yeah. to be. And, like, it's okay to be a working mom. Like, everyone is so different. And I think the world needs stay-at-home moms and the world needs working moms and the mm-hmm. world needs part-time moms. And you've got to do what's going to make you the best mom. Because I think this is about to do wonders for my mental health and my purpose. I agree. Um, And I'm going to be a better mom, mentally healthy, than I would be staying home with her Mm 24-7, feeling just, like, trapped and living on autopilot slash repeat. Yeah. So, like, again, it's still something I'm working through. I'm still kind of a hypocrite when I say it, but... That is my biggest thing is you do you and don't worry about what other people are going to think because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, this is your family and your your life and yeah. you don't need to live it trying to please other people, Yeah, which is something I'm still working on. But. Mm, me too. Me too. <laughs> Listen, uh, what does it do as I say, not as I do because yeah. <laughs> I still struggle, but hopefully you won't. 
Well, I am again just super excited for you. I love hearing this story because truly, yeah, it's like everything you wanted, God provided. And again, that's not to be like, ladies, get out there and pray because everything you want, the Lord is going to give to you. But you walked through some struggles and some challenges Mm -hmm. and you're still walking through them. But like, you know, the Lord's going to get you through and not to say this next week or two and adjusting back to that's not going to be hard but oh it will I'm ready yeah, like, oh, yeah. you're pre- expectation. For it. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the standard but the Lord's going to walk you through that too and um I know you might be thinking or questioning hopefully you are because you just love listening to us so much right um we are still gonna truck along with the podcast every week on Wednesdays Um, but I mean, that's another thing to just mention, like, even when you were making that decision, it was like, okay, well, what does this mean for the podcast or even just, you know, your other hobbies or things that you do, like what other kind of changes is this going to make? So we'll just have to get a little bit more creative and give ourselves some more grace and patience. Batch recording on the weekend. A lot more coffee. Um, but yes, we are still going to be putting out new episodes every week, but we are so excited for Riley. And it's fun to just do this little update and, like we said, to look back. Episode 16, if you haven't listened to it, you know, uh, that was one thing I was going to say. I'm sorry, we really will be wrapping this up. But one thing I was going to point out is that you got to a point where you were content with being at home. I think that's just another point of it, too, is that, like, in every or any season, learning to be content with where you are at but still knowing, you know, there might be more for you or that God still has more in the next season. But I just love that, you know, you kind of got to this point where you're like, I'm fine with staying home, you know? And it was like, like you said, right when you were okay with that, it was Mm kind of like this opportunity presented itself and you did start to kind of be like, okay, well, maybe I should just It's like he needed me to be content to then level me up almost. Exactly, exactly. So that's another thing I was going to point out. But yes, Again, we are so excited for you, and I know there's a lot more in store for all of the things, but hopefully if you're walking through a challenging season or just a season of waiting or questioning, this has been an encouragement to you, and you can reach out to us on Instagram at themotherhood underscore moms if you have more questions for Riley or just about her journey and process, and yeah. And thank you guys for loving me and caring for me Mm -hmm. enough to listen to this. Thank you, Bethany, for giving me the space to talk about it. And yeah, hopefully this was um, encouraging for at least least a person or two out there. Back to school, baby. That's what we should call this episode. Oh, yeah. Back to school, baby. And if you are, I mean, no matter what kind of mom you are, (laughs) your kids are going back to school. You made it another summer. They're out of your your hair for a few hours in the day now. (laughs) Unless you still have toddlers like us and they are still around. (laughs) I'm just kidding. All right, people. We'll catch you on next week's episode. Bye. Thanks for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to us, friend. If you felt encouraged by what you heard, please consider giving us a review wherever you listen to your podcast. Unless you hated it, because like your mom always said, if you don't have anything nice to say, you don't say anything at all. And to officially join the motherhood, follow us on Instagram at themotherhood underscore moms. We always have ways to interact and we want to hear from you. Have a great week.